Now, there was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a leader of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God. For no one can do these signs that you do apart from the presence of God. Jesus answered him, very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. Nicodemus said to him, how can anyone be born after having grown old? Can one enter a second time into the mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, very truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. What is born of the flesh is flesh. What is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not be astonished that I said to you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it chooses, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said to him, how can these things be? Jesus answered him, are you a teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? Very truly, I tell you, we speak of what we know and testify to what we've seen. Yet you do not receive our testimony. If I have told you about earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except the one who has descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. For the next three sermons this Lent, I want to focus on three different characters from the Gospel of John to see how they encountered Jesus. By watching them, I hope we can learn something new about him. But more importantly, I hope we can see something of our own experience in their experience and learn from that. Today, we'll look at Nicodemus, next the Samaritan woman, and then on the 19th, the parents of the man born blind. Let us pray. Lord, may the stories and characters from Scripture we read be as close and real as the events in our life and our world both small and large, beautiful and threatening. May their closeness and reality give us eyes to see what is upon us as much as possible through your eyes and to hear your voice in the midst of all we experience. In the name of Christ, amen. So we start with Nicodemus, one of the first people to encounter Jesus in the Gospel of John. Nicodemus is a member of the Jewish council. As such, he is part of the tradition into which Jesus was born, but a tradition in which division soon occurs over Jesus and out of which opposition develops to Jesus. In addition to being influential, Nicodemus is likely a person of wealth. We will see that in a later scene, when he joins Joseph of Arimathea in removing the body of Christ from the cross, and ensuring it receives an honorable burial to which he brings lavish amounts 
of myrrh and aloe. At the same time we meet Nicodemus in chapter 3 of John's Gospel, Nicodemus has at least heard, if not witnessed with his own eyes, some of the teaching Jesus has brought and the two signs or miracles that he has enacted so far. Turning a shortage of ordinary water at a wedding into a lavish portion of wine, something that the wealthy might appreciate, and soon thereafter driving money changers out of the temple who are profiting from the offerings of the Passover pilgrims, an action the poor might appreciate since they were disproportionately affected by such profiteering. With these two contrasting events fresh in his mind, a lavish wedding and driving of money changers from the temple, Nicodemus is moved to seek Jesus out. He wants to learn, to clarify, to understand, to figure out who Jesus is and what he, Nicodemus, believes about Jesus. But given his public position as a member of the council, Nicodemus is likely to be noticed in daylight hours. So he comes to Jesus by night. By night. The 17th century Welsh poet Henry Vaughan was a lesser known contemporary of John Dunn and George Herbert. But he was equally drawn to dense verse about matters of faith and spirit. Prompted by the character of Nicodemus, Vaughn wrote a poem entitled The Night. Listen to a few of its verses. Through that pure virgin shrine, that sacred veil drawn o'er thy glorious noon, that men might look and live as glowworms shine and face the moon. Wise Nicodemus saw such light as made him know his God by night. God silent searching flight. When my Lord's head is filled with dew and all his locks are wet with the clear drops of night. His still soft call. His knocking time. The soul's silent watch. And spirits, their fair kindred catch. God's silent searching flight indeed catches Nicodemus. He becomes the spirit's fair kindred catch. In his nighttime encounter with Nicodemus, with Jesus, Nicodemus speaks first. Rabbi, we know that you're a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do apart from the presence of God. Jesus answers, very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. Now let's pause for a minute, for a minute. We may know this verse by its more common translation. No one can see the kingdom of God without being born again. Or even its common usage, you must be born again. The reason it is sometimes translated born from above and sometimes translated born again is that the Greek word is the same for each translation, anothane, from above, or again, 
either or both. The way Nicodemus initially hears Anothane is again, for he says to Jesus, how can anyone be born after having grown as old as I am? Can one enter a second time into the mother's womb and be born? But Jesus does not answer that literal and earthly level question. Rather, Jesus says, very truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. What is born of the flesh is flesh and what is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not be surprised that I said to you, you must be born from above. Jesus has taken a physiological translation that is also about time born again and answered it with a cosmological translation about origins born from above. With his focus on the origin of faith, Jesus then says, the wind blows where it chooses, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. With this verse, Jesus is drawing from the Old Testament book of Ecclesiastes, which reads, Just as you do not know how the breath comes into the bones of the mother's womb, so you do not know the work of God who makes everything. Yet Nicodemus is still compelled to ask the how question. How can these things be, he asks. And Jesus answers in a lengthy discourse. I want to point to the elements of his answer that speak to being born from above, which as best I can tell is the predominant and overall focus of his answer. Listen to the spatial as opposed to the temporal imagery Jesus uses. I've told you about earthly things, he said, and you do not believe. How can you believe if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except the one who has descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up. These are all spatial images born from above. Now, the next time we see Nicodemus, a few chapters later, the council of which he is a member is moving to arrest Jesus. And Nicodemus speaks up, not in direct defense of Jesus' actions or identity, but of Jesus' right to a hearing before the officials decide to persecute him. The third and final time we see Nicodemus, he is accompanying Joseph of Arimathea in removing the body of Christ from the cross and preparing the body for burial. To this preparation, Nicodemus brings over 75 pounds of a mixture of myrrh and aloes. Think of 75 pounds of fertilizer for your yard, an extravagant amount of spices, as lavish as the wine Jesus provided at the wedding at Cana. 
Once Nicodemus and Joseph of Arimathea provide an honorable burial for Jesus, they step aside and are heard again from no more. Both exit the stage of scripture. The Bible doesn't narrate where or how Nicodemus fits into this movement after the resurrection, after Jesus' appearances, after the gift of the Spirit to the disciples, after his ascension. Nicodemus answered the still, soft call, played his role in the ministry of Jesus, and went on into a history which we do not have biblical access. Now, there are several things we can deduce about faith from Nicodemus. I trust that some of these ways may speak to your own faith formation. So let me close by just sharing a few. First, Nicodemus is privileged and powerful. He has an important seat on the religious council and can afford to lavish an enormous amount of spices for the body of Jesus at its burial. Unblinded by his privilege and power, Nicodemus maintains an ear that is open to what he is hearing about Jesus and an eye that is observant of the earthly actions early in Jesus' ministry. Nicodemus does not allow his social standing, his vocation, his role in the community to stand in the way of exploring the deeper things of life through exploring the teachings and signs of Jesus, even if that exploration must begin at night. No matter how much power and privilege Nicodemus has, he pays attention to what he sees and hears from Jesus. It impacts him. Second, Nicodemus has a keen sense of celebration and a keen eye for corruption. Nicodemus is initially drawn to Jesus at the beginning of his ministry when he lavishes wine at the wedding feast at Cana. In return, Nicodemus himself will provide lavish spices for Christ's burial at the end of his life and ministry. Nicodemus is equally drawn to the prophetic anger Jesus expresses against religious officials who corrupt the temple as a place of prayer and who profit from taking advantage of the offerings of nearly a 100,000 pilgrims, many of them poor. Nicodemus seems to know The faith consists of celebration and of justice, of lavish honoring of that which is beautiful in human life and intense opposition to that which is corrupt and exploitative. Just as the gospel writer Luke presents a heightened sense of music and poetry around Jesus, while also depicting him as focused on the least, the last, and the lost. So also with Nicodemus, we find one who responds to Jesus out of a sense of both celebration and justice. Third, Nicodemus appears to be one who is born into faith through the action of God, one who is born from above. Even though Nicodemus' story contains the verse that is most often associated, at least in this country, with how one is often expected to become a Christian, you must be born again, 
Nicodemus himself is prompted by the spirit of God from above. As a person who grew up in a culture in which being born again was the model of becoming Christian, but who himself never sought nor had such an experience, I have observed over the years the value, the authenticity, and indeed in many cases the necessity of such rebirth for many. But based on this story and others in the Bible in which Jesus encounters individuals, I do not believe that being born again is the only or universal way of coming to faith in Jesus Christ. Despite hearing the words born again, Nicodemus, I believe, becomes a faithful follower of Christ through God's action on him and toward him from above. And fourth, Nicodemus is one who, as the poet says, comes to know his God at night. In a part of the poem I did not read, the poet describes the night. Dear night, this world's defeat, the stop to busy fools, cares check and curve, the day of spirits, my soul's calm retreat which none disturb. It is in the night that Nicodemus answers Christ still small, still soft call. If need be for you, I hope you, like Nicodemus, will answer that call as well and come to know our God at night. Whether faith comes to us from above or through a dramatic experience of rebirth, it is the most precious gift we will ever receive. My prayer is that we will be led to face the moon and see such light as makes us know our God, even by night. Amen.